Get ready to buckle up and take a ride in your favorite concept car. Welcome to Kids and Cars. This show is all about cars and hosted by two kids who know a thing or two about cars, even though they don't drive, on Voice America Kids. Let's get it started in revving. Here are your hosts. Welcome to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm John and um, Noah is absent again. I'm back. That's Matthew. <laughs> again. So, in case you didn't catch us last time, I'm John. I'm Matt. And he's back again. Once again, Matthew is not the new time. host. He's cool and all. He's Noah's substitute. Yeah. For the second time. Dude, take a, t- take a step away from the microphone. I can hear you breathing. Go. <laughs> I'm not doing no. that. Okay. All right. So, today on Kids and Cars, on the, Voice America Kids, on the Voice America Kids Network, I said that, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Don't answer that. That was a rhetorical question. wasn't even a question. Anyway, I'm hyper. I'm pretty hyper, even though I shouldn't be. Anyway, so today on Kids and Cars, we are talking about best cars. Now, we've talked about that a million times, but today is very important because we're finally crowning the ultimate champion of the world. In simple terms, we're determining which country has produced the most good cars in the history of history. So, let's start off. Matthew, kick it off. Now, I chose a car, and if you don't like this car and think it's one of the best cars in the world... Don't think car, think country. You're wrong. It's a German car. I said don't think car, think country. I did. I said Germany. Whatever. Continue. It's the BMW M3. We're not talking about cars. We're talking about countries. Quit talking car. You said kick us off. What a country? Germany. Okay. Why? Because they make the BMW M3. Okay. What else? And the Porsche 911. Talk, man. Talk, 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 talk. Uh, the BMW M3 has been said to be the best car in the world. Um, I mean, like, uh, the idea is Germany? Well, let's talk about Germany. What makes Germany? Let me rephrase that. Ger- German cars are very German, if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> and to be totally honest, I don't think anyone, except maybe Germans, have actually talked about what makes a German car so German. Care to elaborate? Because I know you're, you're, you're a German at heart. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm not. You, you hate Italian cars. You hate British cars. You hate American cars. The only I car don't you... hate Italian cars. Yeah, I you sh- do. I kind of do. Uh, I do like Ferraris some of the time. We're, ta- I... we're talking about Germany. Okay. I'll tell you why I like German cars. No. What makes German cars so German, Matt? Come Precision. On. Come on, dude. No. We're not chit-chatting. Talk. No, I mean, no enthusiasm and no passion in their cars. It's just precision and technological achievement. And that's why I don't like... Well, German cars are great. If I could buy an M3, I totally would. Like, it's not that expensive. So I could. I probably will. But it's, they're very precise, but there is no passion. Germany is too obsessed with, in a sense, you could say that Germany is too obsessed with with paper. I'm stuttering. Oh, Germany is too obsessed too obsessed with paper, and by that I mean they're too obsessed with numbers, especially Mercedes. Mercedes is all about 
numbers. They're all about we need at least 800 horsepower. It has to be this long. Tires need to be this wide. The brakes need to be this kind. The brakes, the brake calipers need to glow this color when they get hot. Yada 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 yada. And then BMW is just the same way, but in a different perspective. BMW isn't after numbers in the sense of horsepower and speed. They're after numbers in the sense of racetrack, racing. Exactly. They're after the sense of Nurburg times, Le Mans wins, trophies. Yada 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 yada. And that's a bit irritating to me because if you go and you look at a sense like Italy, which by the way we'll get to Italy later, if you go and look at a place like Italy, it's all about passion. Ferrari, the Ferrari FF, not my favorite car, it's an ugly looking hatchback, but the point of it is, is that Ferrari takes extremely yeah, prideful pride, I guess. They're very proud of their hand welders. Um, now most people know that welding today in cars is done by machine. It's just uh, machines, MIG welding, and it's precise. Huh? Nothing. And it's precise. Dude, I can hear you breathing. Take a step back. I can't hear myself breathing. Listen closer. Just scoot the mic away from you, please. Thank you. And the idea is that machines today, especially, especially in Japan, all Japan pretty much invented the motorized welder. And then in a place like Italy, they take a lot of pride in their hand welders because it's much more, I don't want to say precise, because it's not to say that the robots aren't precise. They are precise, but they don't reason like a person does, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, back to, back to Germany. Um, it, you're right. They're very technological. Yeah. It's, it's all about... Precision. Not necessarily yeah, – yes, precision, but not totally precision as in – it's all about technology as in they try to make the car – they try to take as much weight off the driver's shoulders as possible if that, yeah. in a sense. They try to make the driver think as little as possible and thinking about it or when when you think about that – it's actually really safe. It makes it easier to drive the car. It makes the car more efficient, faster. Like if you take an Audi R8 V10 around a corner, it has very adaptive traction control, adaptive engine mounts. The chassis is built a certain way. I don't know a whole lot about the R8, but I know that the chassis is built a certain way so it adapts to different G-forces. And all the driver has to do is really just keep their foot down and hold the wheel. Yeah, and the car really does just corner itself, and um, well, especially with things like Bugatti. Bugatti is very German. Um, the the idea is that Bugatti, um, how do I put this? Obviously, the, the, Bugatti, the Bugatti Veyrons, and then the Vitesses. The sure. Um. They're, they're some of the fastest production cars in the world. What is the top speed for the Bugattis right now? Because I know it used know. it used to be 253, and then they changed it, and then... 268. 268, then, and then... Then the Hennessy Venom GT got 270. But I think the world is kind of over top speed. The world is over... You're right, the world is over top speed. And it's more on technological stuff, like what we're talking yeah. about. The world... It, in a sense, you can say that BMW is rubbing off on the world. Everyone cares about racing. Track ties. Who can get from... Point A to point B the fastest. Not necessarily, because that, that can totally be top speed. Yes, I it know. can basically be who can get from here 
to there and back in this way this fast. Yeah. Makes sense? It's like, who can get around the Nurburg fastest? Who can get around Firebird fastest? Who can win Lamad the most? And by the way, that's Audi. <laughs> Audi always wins Lamad. Yeah, but Audi's owned by Volkswagen. So they're Volkswagens. No, they're not. They just are. No, they aren't. They just are. If I buy you, if I buy you as a slave, are you another image of me? If I buy Matthew as a slave, are you John? No, you're still Matthew. No, Shut up. But I'm owned by John, who. I don't know why we're taking this as an analogy. Because you can't... The idea is that Audi is Audi, okay? And oh, Volkswagen, Volkswagen is Volkswagen. Volkswagen owns Audi, but Audi is still Audi, okay? It's like saying Mercedes and AMG. There's Mercedes, and then there's AMG. AMG is Mercedes. I know. But AMG is still AMG. Yeah. Yes. Audi is its own company, and BMW, it, VW is its own company. But that's different, because AMG is tuning. Forget the AMG knowledge. That was that was bad. The point is that there's Audi and then there's VW. Totally blanked out right there. Audi, VW. And then Audi is its own company. And then VW is its own company. But VW owns Audi. Yes. They aren't connected except that VW gets some of Audi's profits. Specifically, Audi, Audi makes all its own decisions. It has its own tu- tuning company. It has all this, all of that. It's like GM. GM is the big parent company of Chevy, Chevy, Cadillac. Cadillac. You know more about this than me. Chevy, Cadillac, Ford. Not Chrysler. Fo- no, not Ford. Not Chrysler. Ford. Chrysler. Really? Yeah. GM owns. GM owns Chrysler. Yeah. GM is Chrysler. GMC. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to work this out in my head. Never mind. The point is, is that Chrysler is its own company. Ford's its own company. Chevy's its own company. Corvette, yada, yada and so on and on. Corvette and on. is Chevy. No, Corvette is Corvette. No, it's called the Chevy Corvette. Shut up. Corvette is Corvette. You're wrong. Let me speak, you tool, okay? Corvette is Corvette, and then it is owned by Chevy. It was created by Chevy. Um, oh my gosh, I'm so freaking done. Okay, the point is, is that even though we totally stopped talking about it, Germany has created a lot of good cars. <laughs> the BMWs are good car. The BMWs, some of the Mercedes, and then, of course, it's Porsches, Bugattis, and so on. And with that, let's go ahead and take a quick break. I'm John. I'm Matt. And you're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice of America Kids Network. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. 
Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm John. And I'm Matt. And we are talking about the world dominator in the automotive industry by country. So, we just discussed Germany, which is actually a very promising candidate. And now we're moving on to, bet you guessed it, Italy. Now, Italy is kind of the name in supercar. Ferrari, Pagani, Lamborghini, and is, is, is Gumper? Um, uh, Gumpert's German. German. Ducati? No, that's bikes. Still Italian. <laughs> Super bikes. The Italians are the leaders in passion. Let's put it that way. They treat cars like, you know, art. They treat, they treat it like art and because um, they really do. Yeah. Like we talk about um, all, the, all the work that they put into just their welding and, um, <clears throat> just previously. And then not everything yet. All the metal sanded by hand, it's painted by hand. It's probably why it's so expensive. So expensive. What, what do you think? What do you think about Italy? I don't know. It's just that they're cool and all, but I just don't eh, like them. Why? Uh, I don't know. Actually, just kind of it's weird. It's just kind of yeah. Okay. Um. I I like Italian cars. Some things that I don't like about them, especially Ferraris, is that they're a bit cliche. Yeah. It's just one thing after another. Like, it's one thing after another. Especially with something like Lamborghini. The shape of a Lamborghini hasn't changed ever since the Countach. Yeah. I mean, the Countach came out, and that was the shape of a Lamborghini. A awkward wedge. Well, it's a cool shape. It's a great shape. Yeah, it's a cool shape, but it just hasn't changed. Where, if you look at something like a Ferrari, or a BMW, or a McLaren... No, but I don't think BMWs have changed that much. They still have those kidney grills. They all have the same headlights. I think that's the thing. There are certain parts of the car that have to stay, that have to stay the same. That's the trademark. But there are other yeah. things that got to change. So if you look at something like Mercedes, BMW, McLaren, Ferrari, especially Ferrari, it's never the same thing twice. It's always drastically different. And it's not always different for the better. It's different for the sake of diversity. Like, we talked about the FF, um, which is a big old hatchback. Which, I mean, to be totally honest, you wouldn't buy a Ferrari Why? if you wanted the utilitarian purposes of a hatchback. you buy a Golf. Yeah. But then again, so you have the FF, and then you have the 458, which, by the way, I bought in a video game, and it's really fun. Yes. So anyway, you have the 458, which is your total um, wicked race car that can never really be beat. And then you have your FF, which is just basically bragging that you have money. Yeah. So. What about the styling thing? The Ferrari FF and the F12. Ferrari's kind of gone away with that. They both look somewhat the same. They both have the same uh, front end. But the rear end is totally different. Yeah. Totally different. Completely. I don't really like... I hate the rear end on the FF because you, it has a really, really, really long nose and a super long yeah. hood, and then the cockpit just and, the, kind of and the cab is just kind of – it looks like a bubble stuck to the end of the grill, Yeah, and then it just cuts off. Yeah, it, It's literally a 90-degree angle from the roof to the trunk. Just, and then 
I like the F12. The F12, I wish they still made it. They do make it. It's new. Wait, w- they just started to make it. Did they did they stop making the FF and make the F12 or the other way around? They make both. Oh, that I'm thinking of the 599. They stopped making the 599 to make the FF. No, to make the F12. Whatever. Same difference. I remember I remember when I first saw them, I really liked the 599 and then I I loved the 599 GTB even better. And then I found the GTO and I'm like, "Ouch." No, I like the GTO. So, back to the subject of Italy, I think Italy, and then back to Ferrari, I think Italy and then Ferrari, as a prime example, they have the most passion, but because of that, they have also made the most mistakes. Totally. Like, for a lot of Ferrari's earlier cars, um, eh, how do I put this? There was kind of no middle ground, no gray area with Ferrari's earlier cars back in like the 80s and 90s. It was either awesome, iconic, and people remember it forever. Or junk. Or Yeah, or an absolute flunk. Like the Dino. The, yeah. The, you have the Ferrari Dino, and just the name Dino. Who decided on Dino? What the heck? <laughs> it's actually not called the Dino. It's the name. It was, it was meant for Ferrari's son, Dino Ferrari, but it was super slow and a piece of junk, so we just called it the Dino. I don't remember the real name of it, though. Um, Super America, the Ferrari Super America, absolute piece of crap. But F50. then on the other, the F fifty terrible. But then on the other hand, you have things like the F forty, the Daytona, the five twelve Berlinetta. I keep hitting this microphone. Everyone, I apologize. Ignore the thing, okay? So, and thing is, same goes for not so much Lamborghini. Lamborghinis. I don't. I've, I've never considered yeah a Lamborghini any Lamborghini. To be absolutely excellent. Yeah, because you don't with with Ferraris you expect perfection, but with Lamborghinis you th- you expect a laugh like craziness. Lamborghinis, in a sense, Lamborghini is like an Italianized Mercedes. It's all about numbers. And then Ferrari is kind of the Italian counterpart of BMW. It's all about racing. Yeah. And then we were talking about flunks. Ferrari has tons of great cars, so they have tons of failures, and that's how you get great, so you gotta fail. Lamborghini, they've never really failed, and as a result of that, they've never really done great. And then you have someone like Pagani, who, when Pagani came out, everyone just kind of looked at them and said, oh, here's one more little company, not enough money, think they can take on Ferrari, and they think that they would be gone and under, into the aftermarket within... A couple of years, and that wasn't the case. Pagani is still here, still here with us today, and they're taking off. Well, they took off a long time ago, and they're still going strong. Everyone loves Pagani. If you know Pagani, you gotta love it. Well, and I just if you live in North America, you've never heard of it, but I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Paganis because I just think they're too ugly. They're they're not ugly at all. They're so pretty. The Huayra has a big guppy mouth. The Huayra isn't super pretty compared to the Zondas. The Zonda series. Those are some sexy freaking cars. But the Huayra, it's not as good looking as the Zonda series, but it's not totally ugly. Yeah. It looks much more organic than a Zonda, as in the body is much more curvy and yeah. flowy, and then a Zonda was very angular, very sharp, very angular, very mechanical looking, and it sounded mechanical. It sounded like a Lamborghini because... Italian engines tend to sound the same. Yes, no. 
No, no, stop. High-pitched. Spirited. It's very easy to tell an engine when you hear it. American engines, very cheap sounding. They sound very cheap. They're a very loud... Racket. Racket. I don't want to say rumble because a rumble typically sounds good, but American cars don't sound good. Um... Don't don't look at me weird. American cars kind of suck, except for the new Stingray. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, American cars sound like a really loud rumble. Yeah. And then German cars sound like a really low rumble. A lot of car makers today um, focus on <laughs> octaves. They do. Yeah. American cars are toward the lower octaves, and German cars are toward the higher octaves. And then Italian cars are on a completely different scale. The pitch is way different. You can tell an Italian car from any other kind of car. It's, the, it's that really high type thing. That was an awful impression. No one hate me for it. I'm a person, not a car. What do you want? The Italian cars are very distinguishable. And then you have... There's, it's very easy to classify the three main, four main Italian cars. Yeah. Maserati is kind of... Not too high, but not low. It's not too... It's a high-pitched sound... But on, like. but on the spectrum of high-pitched, it's pretty low. And then next up is Ferrari. It's basically a Maserati. Extremely high-pitched. W- with a much higher pitch. And then there's Lamborghini, which is on an entirely different scale. The sound of a Ferrari and a Lamborghini and a Maserati aren't even comparable. Yeah. Because they sound so much different. Because Lamborghini has kind of invented their own kind of V12. And so it's very distinct. Very easy to tell what a Lamborghini sounds like. Yeah. And then you have Pagani, which sounds like an even more revved-out Lamborghini. Paganis are scary to listen to. Because in a, in a low gear, first and second gear, maybe reverse, but first and second gear in a Pagani, are, they sound kind of like a BMW. But then you throw it into third and up, up, to, up all the way to seventh, because they make gearboxes that big for Pagani. And it sounds like a drugged-up Lamborghini. Yeah. It's nuts. So that is our second candidate. For our uh, dominator of the world in the automotive industry, we have Germany and Italy. The lines are now open. You may call. I'm just kidding. We don't have phones. But let's take a quick break real fast. I'm John. And I'm Matt. And listen to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids Network. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. 
Kid Star Update. Here's Cole with Sports Rewind. My name is Cole Mion from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and you are listening to Sports Rewind. In NBA news, Miami falls to the Bulls 88-85 to in o- overtime. Miami is on a three-game losing streak, but they ended that streak against the Wizards, winning 99-90. If they would have lost, they would have not made it to the playoffs. It was a close one for the Heat. And also, the Lakers defeat the Thunder 114-110, his third triple-double in that game. In college basketball news, Michigan takes a win over Indiana 84-80. In the Big Ten tournament, begins March 13th in Indianapolis. Number one, Michigan. Number two, Wisconsin. Number three, Michigan State. Number four, Nebraska. All earn first-round buys. And everyone is gearing up for March Madness, which begins March 16th. In NHL news, Detroit loses to the Rangers 0-3. Boston wins against Florida 5-2. My name is Colby Allen, and thank you for listening to Sports Rewind on the Kid Star Radio Network. You've been listening to Sports Rewind. ready to explore the amazing world under the sea? Your host is a certified scuba diver, explorer, he likes to cook, and most of all, he's just a kid like you. You'll find out a lot more lies under the sea than what you've seen on TV, in movies, and even in aquatic parks. You'll learn about all kinds of fish, as well as other sea creatures. We'll take you to some exotic destinations and so much more. There's a whole big world under sea just waiting to be discovered. Tune in to Under the Sea, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does it mean to be a supergirl? It's all about acceptance, respect, healthy relationships, and how to deal with peer pressure. It's all about real-life issues that girls face every day. Join your hosts as they talk about hobbies, friendships, dealing with bullies, and living life as a supergirl. Be sure to tune in every week for Supergirl Guide, the radio show, every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. With some support and knowing that you're not alone, it makes all the difference in the world. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm John. And I'm Matt. And we are talking about the world dominator in the automotive industry. We've discussed Germany, who's, who's very precise and very technological, and Italy, which is very hyper and very passionate. Now we are talking... <laughs> it sounded weird, very passionate. <laughs> Them Italians, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm such... I'm so juvenile. Anyway, so now we're talking about Britain. Now, Britain isn't exactly good for much. No offense, guys, but... I'm sorry. Sorry. Unless you like boy bands. Yeah, unless, yeah, yeah, unless you like boy bands, <laughs> you're not good for much. I mean, you gave us Coldplay, and I love you for that. Really? But Coldplay? Yeah. They are very British. Shut up. I don't know that. <laughs> they are. But then again, you also gave us One Direction, and I hate you for that. So, um... I think... Run Direction says they're Australian. This is not a show about boy bands. Don't even. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about, just start off with Jaguar. Now, Jaguar is kind of like the early days of Ferrari. There is no gray area. It's good or it's bad. The XJR, I adore it. It's so cool. The new XJR is so sweet. It's bootyful. Um, but then again, you have the... What are some other Jags? XK, which absolutely sucks. I don't really like Jags. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. But the only Jag I buy is, is, is either the F-Type or the XJR. Yeah. Other I'd rather have the, like, the XFR rather See, than the I'm XJ. Not a, I'm not a Jag person. I don't know anything about Jags. I don't so like XJs. In, just, eh. in total honesty, I probably shouldn't have brought that up. Moving on. Aston Martin. They're... Aren't that they've ma- made some brilliant cars and they've made some absolutely. Mm, they really haven't. They have, Aston Martin has not really made a bad car because Aston have. Martin has how how old is Aston Martin? They turned a hundred this year. Yeah, and, and they turned one hundred years old in twenty fourteen. So they've been around since nineteen fourteen. They came around. Aston Martin came around in at such a point in time that they didn't really have a chance to make a bad car. Yeah. They showed up and started getting popular right as technological advances made it really easy to make a good car. So the DB9, DBS, Vantage, Vanquish. The DBS actually isn't made anymore. I know, but it was made. I'm, yeah. So all these cars, anything DB is, that's all it has to make is DB. And Vantage, then and Vanquish. That, Vantage, Vanquish, Repeat. Other than that, everything is DB. Is there anything else? I don't know. Well, there's a little, like, there's like, you know the to- Toyota IQ, the little small one? Yeah. Kind of like a smart city? Yeah. There's an Aston Martin version of that. What they do is they take the Toyota badges off, put Aston Martins on. Wait, oh, wait, stop. So you're saying that... I'm not kidding. That Aston has a conversion kit for a Toyota no, IQ. No. It's called an Aston Martin. It's not sold as a Toyota. It's a Toyota, but... It's called an Aston Martin, oh, so, so and they can sell it for forty-one grand instead of seventeen, just for the badges. For the badges, I mean, uh, and I think the interior well, might be a little different. The the Aston Martin badges are worth their weight in like platinum. So I mean, what are you gonna do? Um, the car goes from eleven grand to twenty-one grand. <laughs> well, thirty-one grand actually with the Aston Martin badges. Yeah. Um. The thing is, Aston Martin. They they came around at such a point, we, we already said this, that they came at a point in time where it's very easy to make a good car. So, and I think they did pretty well. They make really good, I don't know how to classify their cars, because they... Grand Touring. Yes, that, that's a really good name for it. They they make really good Grand Touring Okay, n- quick question. 
I know there's two things. There's Grand Touring and then there's Grand Tora. One of them is like, you know, touring racing, like the stuff you do in, in the Forza games. Touring racing. Yeah. And then you have Grand Touring, which is just driving, driving cross country. Which one is it? So is racing Grand Tora or Grand Touring? There's no difference. No, no, one, one is Grand Touring. Look. One is Grand Tour. GT cars are supposed to be Grand Touring. GT cars of today are called GT because they want to be called GT. GT cars that used to be real GT cars were Grand Touring. No. Most GT cars of today are meant for racing, so they're not GT. Okay, um, I'm curious who has a bigger headache, me or you. But anyway, you're listening, to, you're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice of America Kids Network. I'm John. I'm Matt. Let's continue our conversation. That's what I don't get. Everyone says, John, because I, I tell everyone, my, my dream job is so being a grand touring race car driver, being the guy in Forza, that stuff. Everyone says, John, what kind of race car driver would you be? Obviously, I say I wouldn't be NASCAR because NASCAR is kind of gay. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be it, – it's cool to be a driver – but as far as spectatorship goes, I don't know why it's so popular. The only reason why it's so popular is because it's loud, it's fast, and there's lots of carnage. It oh, no. really it That's requi- what makes it, good. it requires no skill. It does it requires re- plenty of well, skill. Well, it requires no skill as far as technical driving goes. You get to drive in a circle. It does require driving skill in as terms of trying control. to in tr- mm, yes, and trying to negotiate other drivers, if that makes sense. But let's move on. So I say I wouldn't want to be NASCAR. I wouldn't want to be F1. I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be F1. They're all the same. They're all the same. It's stock. All the F1 cars are exactly the same. Same thing with um. No, that not necessarily. Not necessarily all the cars are the same. They all look the same, and they, that's what I don't like. They look the same, and then of course, um, I'm trying to think, is LMP2 and LMP1 is that flat rate? By flat rate, I mean is it like NASCAR and F1? Those work, do work? I know. But is it like F1 and NASCAR where all the cars are identical in every single way except the paint? Pretty much. Well, the LMP2s and LMP1s are, look slightly different. No, no. I'm talking about like if you're in an LMP2 league, is your car any different from the guy next to you? Not really. Well, I guess if you were, if you were in an Audi, you'd have four-wheel drive. But that's how most cars have. I don't know if there are any cars that have rear-wheel drive only. I think they might all have all-wheel drive. Yeah, but that's one thing why I like the GT racing is because there's so much diversity. You can be in your Porsche GT3 RSR and then have some guy in an SLS black back behind you. And the reason why you're so far ahead of him is because you can take turns better. But once you pull out onto the straight, that SLS is going to fly by you. And that's what makes it so much fun is because you you get the decision on how to pick your car and how to modify it. To where you want your strengths to be. Do you want to be quick in the corners or do you want to barrel down the straights? Or do you want a lot of strength so you can play the hardball game and have lots of contact? That's my sport, by the way. Just like drive something to someone and go, boom, boom, move out of the way. I'm like, okay. So. I'll tell you what, though. About what kind of cars you have, it depends what team you're racing for. I love how we're totally not talking about Britain anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Britain, you're either owned by the Germans or you make. Bad cars. The point is this. No, it's not. There, there was no point right there. I totally lost my train of thought. The idea is that we were talking about Astons and how their prime focus is uh, cross country. And then I asked what Grand Tour is. Um, let's move on. Another awesome, awesome British thing is that 
um, Ariel? McLaren. 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 McLaren P1, McLaren F1, McLaren, the other one. They're, S650S? Sure. 12C? MP12C? They're absolutely freaking sick. And thing is, that's the thing with Britain. Is that you either have things like Jag. Absolutely terrible. You ha- yeah, you have Jag, which is kind of just like a car that what happens in Britain stays in Britain. Um, or then you have something like uh, McLaren and Aston, which are just foam. You can't. I've used this term a lot, but they're really. There's so many different instances in this whole conversation that we're having, this whole entire subject, where there's no middle ground. It's things like Ferrari. Or uh, BMW, Mercedes, Jag, Aston, McLaren. There's no gray area. There's either it's really good or it's really bad. Yeah. Um. What was that one McLaren that you said? Not, not the 12 seat one. The other one. F1. No. 650s. Yes. There's a reason why I haven't heard of it. It's probably because it's bad. No, it, it's it's really new. Actually, it hasn't even come out yet. It's, it's a replacement for the 12 C. Okay. <sighs> Point is this. Is that Britain? You're okay. Your your bands are better than your cars. And that's so what we have to say yes. With that, let's go ahead and take a quick break. I'm John and I'm Matt, and you're listening to the Kids and Cars Show on the Voice America Kids Network. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice America Kids channel. We're filled up and ready to roll. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Kids and Cars and the Voice America Kids Network. I'm John. And I'm Matt. And we are on our quest to find the ultimate world dominator in the world i just said world twice in the same sense that was absolutely terrible in the world of, of the automotive industry by country by country so we've discussed germany precise and technological uh italy passionate and artistic the other thing the other thing i forgot the, i forgot the adjective i used last time um and we've discussed britain not good for much you're okay you're 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 cool you're here and there you're you're neither here nor there we love you don't listen to this that intently next time um now we're discussing um uh um uh america america i was trying to think of some awesome catchphrase for that uh home of the brave no wait 
We just need to fade out with fade born it. in the USA. Yeah. Someone get me a Bruce Sing a Bruce Springsteen sound bit. <laughs> anyway. Um so now we're talking about America. Now America isn't much better than Britain. If any. We I'm love you. Sorry. We love you a lot, but you are When it comes to cars. When it it's comes not to, your thing. When, when, yeah, when it comes to cars, um When it comes to wars, we're with you. We're not talking about World War II, Matthew. We're talking I about know. cars. Um Leave it to Matthew to change anything into World War II I'm topics. Not. I didn't. If you can talk about the war, you will. <laughs> I'm I won't. I'm kidding. Okay, so America. Okay, so I will give you props, though. You came up with the assembly line, which is amazing. You invented mass production, pretty much. No, I didn't. Not you, America. Oh. <laughs> okay. But America, America invented mass production with the Model T, and that's revolutionized the way that people have cars. In terms of sportiness, not necessarily, because sportiness, sporty cars, Ferraris, Bugatti, yada, 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 are still made by hand to tailored. Tailored. They're made to order. Kind of like... A burger. Yes, at Culver's. Made to order. <laughs> um, I guess. Is that, is that what you use? as far as making affordable cars accessible to... The common man. The common man. The masses. Way, way, way to quote that textbook. But, um, ma- making it common, available, making-, making it available to the common man, thank you, uh, that, that was all American. But, um, they took that a little too far when they tried to make some of the first Corvettes, some of the Mustangs. When I'm I say- trying to think of a car. When I say first Corvettes, I mean first Corvettes is in, the ones between... 1953? No. The ones in the 50s were great. Okay. Same so, same with the Mustangs, but once you hit nineteen ninety six, a little too uh, common there. Yeah, a bit bit too massively produced. Uh, the Corvettes tanked, the Mustangs tanked, the Fords tanked. The only thing that got better between ninety eight and two thousand and twelve was the F one fifty. That's about it. And the Camaro. You can't really compare. The Camaro's the never been good. It has been good. I will say that the Camaro has never been good. Have you seen the Z twenty eight? The new ones. Listen, um, I'll get around to that. Right. America, when America first started making their classic cars back in the fifties and the sixties, they were pretty, they were pretty good. Um, and then you hit late eighties and the nineties, and they tanked yes. all the way up until two thousand and fourteen. Note that's right about now. Um, in fact, it is now. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, and then everything took off again. Yeah. The, the twenty fifteen Mustangs look sick. Yeah, they look good. I like As them. Same with the new Corvettes. Same with the new... Even even the not-so-sporty cars. The Tahoe is nuts. The new Suburbans are crazy. The Yukons are awesome. Everything 2014... Escalades. Escalades are cool. The Escalades have always been a pimp mobile. Yeah, they have, really. <laughs> the, interior, came out. the interior sucks, but you go and you paint it and put spinning rims on it and make it a big flamethrower. It's sick. Anyway, everything's coming back for 2015 because GM... Got bailed out by the government. No. Okay. Well, they did, but that's not important. GM finally decided to... Uh, Appeal to a younger crowd. May I speak, please? Yes, you can. GM finally decided to go and take a peek at their demographics and decided that all of their cars were kind of last resort midlife crisis rides. 
the the average age for Corvette buyers is what, like fifty three? Yeah, something like 53. that. Fifty three. The the most people buying Corvettes were fifty three year olds. That's kind of unfortunate. You can say you can say I, I sold twelve billion Corvettes this year, but if everybody's over forty five years old, that's nothing to brag about. Uh, so everything changed. The Corvettes changed. The Mustangs changed. Everything, everything changed, especially in America. Everything changed. More than any other country. Yeah, because everybody's trying to appeal to the younger demographic. Like, I think the new... I've never been fond of Corvettes. I've never really liked them. The only Corvette that I would really want is the ZR... ZO... Z... R1? Yes, that one. They're all Zs. They all look the same. Yeah. The only one that I get is the ZR1. And then the new Stingray came out. The 2014 Stingray, the C7, came out. I'm like, whoa! I want it! (laughs) Because it's cheap. 57 Gs. I mean, that's not exactly pocket change, but it's cheaper compared to a Ferrari. Yes. Um, and it looks so dang good. It's beautiful. I mean, it does. it's a bit cliche. As in, it looks like they took the hood of a Ford Raptor and put it on a Corvette. That makes sense. Yeah. They, they crossed the body of a Raptor with the concept of a Corvette. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, it, it, and it doesn't look bad. It looks great. It just looks too cliche. It looks too European. Well, that's like I'm trying to. It's like saying something looks too European is like it's like it's like telling a guy you look too much like Brad Pitt. But that's it, it's not kind a bad of different. It's not a bad thing. It's just that that's why I like Pagani so much. Is that Pagani's just so insane? You think Pagani's are ugly, but I think they're so bizarre. It's pretty. Like yeah, <laughs> it's like those jokes that are so stupid you have to laugh. Um, Pagani's are so funky looking. You gotta like it. I guess. Same th- thing as the Corvette just didn't touch on that. It looks too much like a Ferrari. It looks too much like an F12, to be totally honest. Yeah. It's... it's pr- the rear end looks slightly different. The rear end looks like... The if it rear, wasn't for the taillights, The rear end like looks kind of like F12. a... Va- the rear end looks like a Vanquish, but with different taillights. Yeah, you can't. You know what I'm talking about? The, yeah, the rear end. It looks like a Vanquish, but then of course you got those winged headlights on the Vanquish, which I think look better because it's an Aston Martin. And but and then the headlights on the Corvette are different. But the whole point of why I that was really loud wasn't like I was like but <laughs> that was out, that was loud. Um, the point of me bringing up an Amer- of America. What what did I just say? The point of being the point of me. Bringing up America, excuse my stuttering, I do that a lot. The point of me bringing up America um, is to talk about all the icons that they made. We talked about how back in the 50s and 60s yeah. they made amazing cars, and they did. Everyone loves the old T-Bird. Thunderbird? It's called a T-Bird. I know. Well, it's a Thunderbird, but no one says hunt Thunderbird because that's hard. Say so T-Bird. T-Bird. Yes. T-Bird. Yes. Okay. Got it. Anyways, let's continue. Um, they made so many good cars. All, all the old Cadillacs, you buy an old Regal. And That's a Buick. <laughs> Cadillac and Buick are one and the same. There is no difference between Cadillac and the Buick. But I'm surprised Buick's For anyone who watches Pawn Stars, you had to have seen the episode where Chum Lee goes and buys that Regal and puts the, all the hydraulic suspension on it. And if you don't watch Hilarious. Pawn Stars, ignore that. But 
skip over that. Just l- look up Buick Regals, tricked out Buick Re- Regals. And you'll see them. They got underglows and flamethrowers, and you got the hydraulic suspension of the nose, bounces up and down on the highway. Totally unsafe. But. It's funny. It's funny. That's what America's for. It's just so to hilarious. You, to laugh. you go and put you you put twelve inch wheels on it, and it just bounces up and down. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Muscle cars are the real icons of America. I I think what makes American cars so iconic is that they're just American. Yeah. They're, you can't compare them. To, Not really. Like, you can't serious. compare them to anything European. They're just so different. Yeah, not like the Germans were totally serious about what they do. Yeah, the Germans, the, the Americans are just like, <laughs> just drawing a slide. Germans don't have a sense of humor. Like, sometimes I think that... A sometimes, joke has never been cracked See, er, the for everyone who is listening, I suck at math, so I take, a, I take a math tutoring class, and my math tutor, he's very German. Blue eyes, blonde hair, and sometimes, I swear in my life, his face is painted on. It doesn't move. He's just... Very German. They don't joke around. Um, and so, okay, we are almost out of time. Let's decide. Britain, America, Italy, or Germany. Who is the world dominator of cars? White countries. Uh, who, who is the king of the hill? Who, who dominates planet Earth in the automotive industry? Germany. Why Germany? Their precision. Their but great race records. Italians are faster. Yes, but German cars don't break. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. BMWs? They you, never do. Yeah, you do. An no, oil change don't. on an M3 is like $1,100. No, and you have to do not. it twice a freaking month. Oh, an oil change on a Maserati is $1,500. Because it's Italian. It's an M3. If you can afford a Maserati, you can afford an oil change. I guess you're right. With that, Italy wins. I disagree, because he's wrong. Italy wins for multiple reasons. You have better cars, you have more passion, Doesn't. and your wine is much better than German wine. No, it's not. Just saying. It's opinion. And fact is that Germany is better. The fact is that Italy is the is best. It's not as good. The point is, is that big brother always beats little brother. It's just how not it works. Always. I beat you. Have you ever seen that Cadillac commercial? <laughs> no. Um, <sighs> Where he ends up with the ATS and the other guy doesn't? <laughs> no. Okay. Italy... On behalf of Italy, Kids and Cars names you the second best. The number one second dominator of the world of the automotive industry as far as Kids and Cars go. That's probably not much to brag about. As far as John Shearn goes. Why'd you have to eat? Whatever. Thank you, all, thank you all so much for listening. You've been listening to Kids and Cars on the Voice American Kids Network. This show is produced by Kids Star for the, Mo- for the Voice American Kids Network. Up next, a track from the Kids Star album of the month. Thanks for listening to Kids and Cars. Your hosts will be back next Thursday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll catch you next week.
is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm, and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Here's Mr. Saxophone, Dave Farther with Gravy Stain. Gravy, it gets on clothes. Like why you eat it, and it comes out to no woes. Baby, I see what you weigh. on your plate Now your mom is screaming Milton's not a game Now mommy is all insane about a baby steak It's a great big game to clean a gravy Saxophone from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. <laughs> 